Welcome to episode number 93 of the Bad Bitches Losing Weight podcast. I am your host, Melissa Ronda. Today, I wanted to talk to you about what you need to know before hiring a weight loss coach. I thought this was a good conversation for us to have because we don't really talk about this very much, do we? We talk a lot about the mindset stuff, we talk about the fitness and the nutrition, but there's this other component, this energy, if you will, about connection, understanding, and working with someone else to get you from point A to point B, right? And I used to be an avid do-it-yourselfer. It was a big problem of mine. I always felt very scrappy. That was just sort of the upbringing that I had, blue collar, kind of South Side Chicago. You can you can do it sort of attitude. And I really would try to cobble together a lot of different things, whether it was a weight loss program, a fitness program, or it was like stuff on Pinterest, right? Like I never really would make an investment in myself and just do the thing. Rather, I would waste a lot of my time and energy on trying to do something myself. And I've been able to get over that quite a bit. And I'll share very candidly with you that I've had to learn that in my business. For the first few years in my business, I was very much still that cobble it together kind of person and oh what does she know I could just do it myself right and it wasn't a superiority thing at all it was the fear that I would invest in something and that I would feel as though it wasn't worth it and I'm sure that resonates with you right I'm sure you purchased a purse or something before or maybe you have purchased a course and you felt like oh man this isn't really what I was hoping I was going to get or this isn't this didn't make me feel the way that I was hoping to feel right I've had that experience with many courses over the years with my business and then it wasn't until I decided to really up level my business that I hired my very first business coach Catherine Binkley shout out girl she was so great and um and I've never gone without a coach since because I understand the value in having my own coach but what I want you to also understand is you have a lot of responsibility when you decide decide to hire a coach. So whatever level, whatever touch point you want to say that you're working with that person. So if you're if you are going to purchase one of their courses or if you're going to work with them one-on-one, there's some things that you really need to think about before you do that. And that's what I wanted to share with you today because I want you to know that I don't just work with anyone. Like I have courses that you could just buy or whatever, right? And I have some group programs, like the first 10 pounds that is now available, that is a is kind of like a hybrid. You get definitely coaching from me, but it's more in a, like a group format, right? But when it comes to my one-on-one work, I'm very, very selective and very specific about who I work with. This is not me being snobby. It's exactly what I was sharing with you before. I want to make sure that who I'm working with has that the thoughts and the feelings that this was the best investment I've ever made, 
right? That makes total sense, right? Because having a happy customer is the best advertisement that you can get. And for someone, it might feel like a huge stretch. It might not be great energy around investing in themselves. Perhaps the energy is like, well, I don't know, this is the last X amount of dollars I have and I just feel really pressured to fucking do something about this and this lady will fix me, right? And then you buy the ladies things and you don't feel the feelings you want to feel and you don't get the results you want to get because you were thinking, hey, I'm giving her my money. Now she's going to fix me. So of course, you're not going to get results, right? So there's this really shitty energy that goes into it. And I, I have to say probably again, I bet you in the beginning of my business, I probably purchased um, things that I felt as though it should have been better, but it was really my perception was a little skewed, right? Perhaps I wasn't really showing up in the way that I know now that I needed to, right? So I'm really selective on who I choose to work with when it comes to private clients. And because I believe when you have clients, it shouldn't, listen, if I wanted a real fucking job, I would have gotten a real job. Like I like to spend my time with women that like are just my friends, right? We just connect on a different level and we get along so well. And that's what I want, right? And then I also want that experience for each and every one of my clients. But I want you to also understand, this is what I wanna run you through this list today. Are there some things that you should think about? Because I love you so much, but maybe I'm not a good fit for you, right? Like that's kind of sad to say. I mean, maybe that's not true. It's probably not true, but it's something that I'd want you to definitely journal on and think about before you even considered hiring me because I want everyone to feel really fully invested in their own change and really excited about working together, right? So that's something really important to remember. And then I will meet you back here in a minute. We're going to talk about everything you need to know before you hire a weight loss coach. Hi, I'm Alex and I'm a business strategist for single moms starting up their own business. I did Melissa's the first £10 in 30 days and I lost £12, which I was absolutely thrilled with because I had a couple of days that weren't so great. And that's the fantastic thing about working with Melissa. She's the first weight loss guru I've come across who isn't saying, well, have you just tried not eating when you're not hungry? Or why don't you take a long walk when you feel like eating? And Melissa's come up and she said, listen, I used to be overweight and I'm going to fill you up with good food and you lift weights. You don't faff around on the exercise bike or the treadmill, you lift. And I get that. And she's also helped me deal with the emotional side of overeating, which has been invaluable because, as she says, it's not about fucking keto. Melissa is taking this totally new approach to losing weight and how it's not about what you put on your plate. I hope Melissa be a poet that she bad his fight and she know it. He stay, we just get a little closer, blowing tree and sipping some mimosas, yeah. And I hope she mad chill that she's smart as fucking always keep it real. Okay, now I want you to keep these top five things that you need to know before hiring a weight loss coach. I want you to be very open minded about each and every one of them and think about other weight loss people, gurus, coaches, whatever that you listen to, that you love, right? Or even some of the ones maybe that you weren't crazy about. It's important to think about 
maybe why you weren't crazy about them. That's probably got some great information in there that will tell you what you're looking for, right? So keep all of these things in mind when I'm sharing this information with you. So know that it's coming from me, but I don't want it to just be about the podcast relationship that you and I have. I want you to think about everybody across the board that you really enjoy, even people on Instagram, Facebook, whatever, okay? The number one thing is hire someone that you identify with because they are going to understand you in a way that no one else can. If you have an online coach, then listen to their Facebook Lives, read their blogs, listen to their podcast, follow them on Instagram, follow them on Facebook, really take your time before jumping in to a full investment into working with a coach. A great way to do this is to check all of their social media, but also, like myself, I have very like very low <laughs> low investment courses on my website that people can check out. And I've done that intentionally because remember, I told you that I purchased things in the past and I felt burned, right? At first I felt like it was on them, but then I also remember, did I do my due diligence here, right? Did I did I seek out all the information? Did I make an educated decision? But I didn't even think about these things that I'm sharing with you today, and that's exactly why we're having this fucking conversation, okay? So some of these people might have low price offers, or someone might have a cookbook, or a book on Amazon, or something like that, which I do not have right now. But you know, there might be a diet that you're kind of into it and maybe they have something, right? So seek out low price investments or free and free stuff that you can check out and see if what that person is picking up is what you are putting down, right? So for myself, I didn't even realize this and we talked about this briefly in the last episode of this podcast, but when I hired my fitness coach at the gym, my personal trainer, I didn't realize at the time, but he was actually previously an obese child all the way through high school. And I do believe in energy so much. And I believe that's how so many of us connect on such a crazy ass level. It's like, oh my God, Melissa, it's like she's watching me (laughs) or Melissa and I could be sisters or whatever. I believe so strongly in that. And this was one of those unsaid things that I just naturally gravitated toward this personal trainer and I really honed in on him and I didn't even realize it at the time, but it was because I could understand in his eyes that he had seen some of the traumas that I probably had, right? So I felt this level of connection with him. So I got really, really lucky when I found my personal trainer, and I haven't been so lucky when I've invested in business courses like way back in the day, right? So I I don't have 100% accuracy on picking out great investments. I just got really lucky with the personal trainer that I had. But with this day and age, if you're anybody who's anybody, you're putting out a fuck ton of content, right? So if if you are looking to work with someone, there should be an abundance of information available so that you can kind of understand them so that they can better understand you, right? And this is what I think I bring to the table besides my amazing fucking analogies, <laughs> is that I've been through a lot and I know what it's like to struggle. So when I hear from a client, and I want to actually share this with you. 
you know, there's this misconception that if if we if we've both been through something that I am more compassionate to you than somebody else who hasn't been. And you might think that to be true, right? Because you would say, oh, well, Melissa gets it. She's been through it. But what's actually interesting, and I was reading this study about how we really do function in relationships with people that have similar experiences, is that's actually not true. While it's not, it is true that I'm compassionate. I'm on the other side of it, right? So if you're telling me I can't do this, it's too hard, but I know for a fucking fact that you can do it, because if I can do it, you can do it. While I am understanding, while I do get where you're coming from, I'm going to be the first person to tell you, girl, yes, you can fucking do it, right? Because I have actual factual fucking proof that it can happen. So I I think that's a lot of where my tough love comes from is because I've had to do the shit. So because of that, I know you can do the shit too right? So finding someone that you connect with on a level that is going to truly work with your tendencies, right? So if you're the kind of person who's going to be like, well, I don't know, you know, you're going to want somebody who's going to call you out on it, right? And so making sure you're finding somebody that has that perfect energy is going to really be beneficial to you. So the best way to do that is check their background, look into their stuff, make sure that you're really like, just vibing on them, right? That's how I've hired like every one of my coaches. I'm like, I just really love her. Like (laughs) I could just tell, you know, right? Okay, so the number two thing you need to know before hiring a weight loss coach is hire someone that promotes a lifestyle that you are open to living the rest of your life, okay? Are you following people on Instagram that are promoting balance or restriction? Are you following people on Instagram that are promoting balance, but are actually living a very restrictive life? Those are two different things. Super duper interesting chat we're going to have right now. I want you to understand something that I didn't understand when I first started on Instagram, when I was looking for motivation and inspiration on my weight loss journey. At the time, I wasn't looking for a coach. I already had my personal trainer, but I wanted to identify with women that were like lifting really heavy. And so I went on Instagram and I learned something over the years that I don't think the average bear knows because I didn't fucking know it. So obviously there's lots of people that probably don't know it too, but you will see people, women, men, but let's just talk women, right? You will see women on Instagram that are fucking banging bodies, right? And they're sitting in front of this cheeseburger and she's like, cheat day or hashtag balance. And you are under the impression that that woman is eating a cheeseburger. But what you don't realize is that she cuts that cheeseburger in quarters and probably eats one of them, maybe half the burger. And she is definitely eating like six fries, okay? They will promote balance when they live a pretty restrictive life. Now, I'm not hating on a sister who only wants to eat half of a cheeseburger because I don't know that I would even eat a full cheeseburger and fries if I went out like on a Friday night. I just don't think that I would because I wouldn't feel great. But I also really work hard to be very transparent, right? And I don't think that that's really evident with a lot of women 
in this space, they're showing you these bodies that are absolute perfection and they're not really showing you what they've had to give up consistently to stay there. Okay, I've seen women who have taken food scales into restaurants with them. I've seen women put boiled chicken breast in Ziploc bags and bring it into restaurants. I've seen women bring in like their own tea bags and just have hot water and some tea, right? While all their friends around them are enjoying a Sunday game and they're eating nachos, right? And they're showing you these bodies and telling you, you can look like me too, but they're not showing you the other piece of that, right? There's also something else to, this feels like a real newbie move to say, but I'm going to be honest. Some of us just have better bodies than others, right? Like you all know that girl that was like in seventh grade and had like an hourglass ridiculous body. You're like, how does this fucking girl have this body like this already? And she always has this body. She never has to worry about her weight. Like maybe even emotional eating isn't even her fucking thing, right? My husband, for example, when he's stressed out, he just doesn't eat, right? And I'm like, what fucking planet do you live on? Like my hard reset is always like wanting to eat something to manage my emotions, right? So for some people, that's not even their problem, right? That's something to really, really think about when you are hiring someone is that we're not all cut from the same, what's the expression? I'm going to say a loaf of bread, but it's not, but we'll stay with it because carbs, right? (laughs) Cloth. It's cloth. I know it just took me a minute cut from the same cloth right so again it comes back to identifying like do you look like that person do you want to look like that person is it possible for you to look like that person these are all things that you want to know and you want to remember and then you want to really inspect and investigate as to whether that person is truly living that specific lifestyle. As a matter of fact, on Instagram the other day, I showed, I made on Saturday night like this spinach salad with chicken and we had pumpernickel bread and butter. And it actually looked quite small, the angle that I I snapped the photo of the food and I put it in my Instagram stories. And I thought about it for a second and I decided to put the words, And if I'm being honest, I ate more bread (laughs) because my plate looked small and I didn't want to give the impression that I only ate this tiny little slice of bread and this tiny little salad for dinner because that wasn't an actual, like an accurate representation of what I truly eat. And I really try to work hard to show that to you guys, but I want you to understand that. Something else that is really important to consider, which isn't really on the list, is this. This is also something that is not spoken about in the industry that you need to understand. There are people in the fitness space that are competitors, right? They are considered athletes. So even if they're like bodybuilding, they're considered an athlete, right? They live like an athlete. Their priority is their athleticism. Their diet is rooted around their athleticism. And they live that way. They're basically the people that are living in leggings and you know, always working out and because that's just what brings them joy. Maybe they're naturally blessed, whatever's happening for them. There's a lot of people in the space too that aren't naturally blessed. So I don't want to give the, I don't want to like insinuate that, that all those people have it easy because they fucking don't. They're the hardest working people I've ever seen. 
But what you need to understand is you and I, we're considered gen pop. That's general population. So what that means is that we're regular people with regular jobs, regular family, and we don't live in a gym, work in a gym, and we have a lot of other priorities and scheduling and other things that are happening. And frankly, we're not interested in going without drinking a glass of wine because we have some competition coming up. It's just like fucking, fucking forget about it, right? So we're gen pop, okay? Now, something that you might not know is that there's a lot of really gorgeous, talented, beautiful women out there that are fitness models, that are fitness competitors, that sell fitness programs to Gen Pop. That doesn't make sense because you can't sustain that lifestyle And you don't really want to sustain that lifestyle, right? And truly, you're not going to get the results that she has if you do that diet because you don't have a fitness athletic chick body. Not yet anyways. And you could, but you're also going to have to give up the nachos and all of that stuff, right? So you will see a lot of before and after photos for people that like they lost 10 pounds, they lost 15 pounds, something along those lines. They're women that went from a fucking four to a zero, right? Like they're amazing. Sometimes I see these women's bodies and I'm like, I just, I don't even think I ever could have. I mean, just their bodies are so beautiful and, and perfect, right? That doesn't mean I don't love my own body and think it's beautiful. But some of them, it's just like, holy cow, like I, like she's so hot. Right? <laughs> now, the thing to understand is that those fitness programs are really designed for those kind of women, like women that have five pounds, 10 pounds, like want to get bikini ready. Right. And then there's people that are a little bit more like us. We're like the gen pop people who, frankly, we're going to probably wear a high waisted bikini. And like I said, we're not going to be giving up the things that we like. So what we're looking for is balance. We're not looking for to follow a fitness or nutrition program that is aligned for someone who only has five or 10 pounds to lose and is willing to eat only boiled chicken to get there, right? Makes sense. So these are things I didn't understand. These are things I didn't know. I was just like, oh my God, this beautiful woman, she's so smart, she's so funny, she's so inspiring look at her working out and she's selling this program and I could buy this, right? And it's probably great information. Hopefully, a lot of them are great information and some really talented entrepreneurs out there. But the thing that you need to understand and know is that if you're not willing to live like she actually lives, not like she perceives on the internet, you're not going to get her results, And you're also going to get discouraged. You're going to think there's something wrong with you. And then you're going to attach thoughts and feelings to diets like dieting's hard. I have to starve myself. If I'm not suffering, I'll never lose. Like all of these really fucked up negative thoughts that you create about weight loss are not necessarily true. They're just what you've attached because the experiences that you've had, because you just didn't know by the information that you were previously provided, but now you know, right? Now you know that you can choose something that's a little bit more aligned. On the other side of that, real quick, this got more long-winded than I anticipated, but that's okay. You're probably in the car or whatever, so I'm sure you got time. (laughs) But 
there's the other wild swing the other way on that. And that's how I feel about Weight Watchers. I've never seen someone in Weight Watchers who has an athletic fit body that I would want to have. I just see people losing weight and they're still very covered because most of them have gotten skinny fat because they look, the the whole methodology of Weight Watchers is not aligned with creating a sexy, curvy, fit, fucking strong ass body. It's just about managing your weight, right? And we all know that's just one little component to a weight loss journey, right? And I've had success, quote, success on Weight Watchers in the past, but I looked like shit because I was just thinner and I was also barely able to consume any points because I had no muscle on my body. So I was starving myself with the points. And once I hit my, cause I got so low and my, I got so close to my goal and I had no muscle on my body that I didn't look good. And when I went to meetings, I could see people were giving me like shitty eyes. Like what, what is this bitch doing here? <laughs> you know, but I really wanted to get that lifetime thing. I really wanted to hit that, that goal weight, you know, but I was starving myself essentially to do that because Weight Watchers isn't designed for people that are at their ideal body weight. Most of them. It's for people who are always going to be 30, 40 pounds overweight. And I'm sorry. That's just my personal opinion on the way Weight Watchers works because they're not focusing on, you know, eating. Yeah, I mean, they've done work over the years to try to clean up the diet, but overall, the recipes tend to be more complicated. It's more focused on um, obsession with food and less focused on like finding obsession with fitness, finding obsession with personal development, finding obsession with challenging your old beliefs about things it's just like well I don't know stay within your points like it's it's really fucking basic bitch shit right and I mean that with love but that's my professional opinion of it it keeps you obsessed with food because you're always like worrying about how little points you have you're always worried about looking for new recipes on Pinterest you got a fucking board going of all these like Weight Watcher recipes it's like food 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 and remember your mind can't think not so all you're doing is thinking about Weight Watchers all the time right and what you can eat and how many points it is now you should get to the point where you're eating the kind of food that it's just so fucking simple it's just so easy and frankly I know this might sound scary to some of you but like I kind of don't give a shit about food most of the time. Like I'm not saying that I don't eat every three hours and I'm not saying that I don't have balanced meals, but I am saying I could fucking go many, many hours and not really give a shit that I didn't eat. The old Melissa, the Weight Watchers, the points obsessed Melissa was like, oh my God, where's their food? I need to fucking go get something totally off topic. But a way you can work on this is to create the bridge habit of keeping like some sort of clean bar, like an RX bar. Keep that in your purse with you at all times. And when you're first starting your journey so that you always have a snack available and you always feel safe and prepared. Because a lot of people that come from trauma, they've gone without a lot of things that they've needed, whether it's been food, shelter, safety, love, whatever. They've spent a lot of their life without. And so that's why they gravitate towards food so much because they attach food and love together and safety right? So it makes sense that you would kind of want to always be obsessing about food. So a way that I found for myself made me feel better 
was keeping like an RX bar in my bag all the time because if I knew if I was out somewhere and I was hungry that I had a backup plan and I didn't really need to worry about it. Now I'm at the point where like I literally just don't give a shit. Whatever, I'll just eat when I get home. And that happens over time because you become obsessed with other things in a positive way and less obsessed and less like thinking of like food motivated all the time, right? Does that make sense? Went off on a tangent, had nothing to do with what we're talking about, but I still know there was so much value there. So I'm glad I share that with you. Okay, the next thing that you're going to want to do, number three, when considering hiring a weight loss coach, is you wanna hire someone that has great reviews. Look up these people online and make sure that you know what you are getting yourself into. I know, I'm a very trusting person. Again, many, many years ago, I purchased things that I just thought this girl was so cute and so pretty and so smart. And and I come from like, oh, you know, I think if you've been listening a long time, my company used to be called The Honest Way like years ago because I have always been really honest. Like my messaging is very honest. I, I teach about food honesty, right? Like like I transparency and and just eating a balanced diet and all that. And it made sense. And, and I just felt as though there were so many lies out there that I wanted to be honest, right? But <laughs> I'm a bad bitch before all else. And so I ended up transitioning out of that brand years ago. But I always sort of run down, ran on the assumption that people w- wouldn't make up fake things, right? Or or people wouldn't have their friends review them on Facebook or whatever. Another example of that is I see a lot in the business space. People will post about having six, seven-figure months in their business and how many clients they have. And then you click on their business page and they've got like 40 people following their business page. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this woman is just like straight up lying (laughs) about like how successful she is. And if you're not doing your research, you could fall for that, right? If it all it takes is a really nice photo, some great wording, and a hit you on a day you have your period and you're emotional, and you just end up investing in something. There was a fitness coach, um, I'm not gonna mention her name, uh, but she was selling people courses and then wasn't providing them. And uh, her audience is quite young. And so these girls that were scraping, you know, they're like 19, 20 years old, scraping money together to invest in these courses, and she wasn't even delivering them. Um, And she wouldn't answer these people. And it finally got to a point in which this guy went on YouTube and he found her at a fitness show and he ambushed her and put a mic in front of her and said, what about all these people that have been giving you money and you haven't been giving them the courses, right? So anyways, the whole thing blew up and really she handled it it poorly, and but it's a shame all the way around, right? It's just, I'm sure she's learned from this and she was, I think she's quite a bit younger, you know, a really unfortunate lesson. But I want you to think about that sometimes because, again, it never really occurred to me is that you want to make sure you find somebody who really like they have the reviews, they have the people to back it up. You can see it on different places. You could see it in their Facebook groups or on Instagram, right? Like in the Bad Bitches Losing Weight Facebook group, sometimes people will say, I don't know, I kind of want to buy this thing, you know? And I will just leave it because it's not my job to try to sell somebody something like you either want it or you don't. Like, I don't know what to tell you, right? Um, But I will have clients that, um, you know, they're just 
my fans. They're my girls. They're my bitches, right? And so they will say, oh my God, that's fucking you. This is the greatest thing. You need to buy it. Yes, it's worth it, right? So maybe that's all that woman needs to hear to do that, right? So you want to look for somebody who has that kind of following, that kind of um, camaraderie between her or him and his audience so that you know that this isn't like a one trick pony, right? That they're not going to ditch you in two months when they decide that they want to start a different kind of business, right? This is all about protecting you so that you are having the most positive experience you can with your weight loss journey. Because like I mentioned before, you know, I had a sour taste in my mouth about some of my investments that I've made. And I didn't, I was, I had the wherewithal to not make that mean something about me, right? And then also not make that mean something about every other coach out there. And then I just looked at it and said, what can I learn from this? But if I can help you in any way to just kind of check off these boxes and say, oh, yeah, maybe I should look this up. Maybe I should check this out. That's all the things that you want to do. Okay. so the number four thing that you want to do when you are considering hiring a weight loss coach is really know and understand how the fuck you want to be coached. Boo. Okay. again, my private clients is like by invite only or inquiry only. And I'm very selective with who I work with privately, but they got to be real cool with them talking to me like I'm talking to you right now, right? So if somebody is coming to me and saying, well, I just forgot, I'm going to say, well, what do you mean you just forgot, right? Like I'm not going to go, okay, right? Because that's not what you signed up for. And I get this because I've actually hired someone in the past many, many years ago in which I thought once I hired her, she would be nicer. (laughs) I thought she was just mean to people that weren't serious, right? And if I gave her my money, then she would show, I would show her I was serious and she would be nice to me, right? I didn't get it. I didn't understand it, but that, it was all my fault. That was the kind of coach that she was. So be prepared. Like, I'm going to have some things coming up in the future. We're going to have opportunities to meet in person. And I want you to fucking know, like, this is the Melissa you get all the way around. This is the Melissa my husband gets. This is just Melissa, right? So it's always, always going to be this Melissa. So don't hire someone if they're very sweet, like in, in contrast to that, right? If you see a weight loss coach that's really sweet, she's really understanding, she's really kind, her branding is just like really understanding and loving, but you're the kind of woman who needs your ass kicked, then she's not going to be the right coach for you, right? So know that however that person's branding is, however they're showing up in social media, that's the kind of coach that you are going to get. So if you need an ass kicking, then you need a tough coach. And if you're going to get your feelings hurt, you don't need me. (laughs) But I think I have a great balance, right? I think we know that because it all comes from a place of love. It's not to be mean, but it's also because I know what you're fucking capable of and I'm going to help you see that as well, right? So the number five thing you need to know before hiring a weight loss coach, and we kind of organically talked about this anyway, is what level of support do you want? Okay, now know that, remember I was talking about higher touch, higher touch, lower touch, those are like terms for the industry. A low touch offering would be something that's like a 
course. You can just go on my website. You can just buy courses. I've got courses for like $12. I've got courses for $500. They all range, right? But you're purchasing a course. You don't get any kind of support with that. I'm not calling you and being like, hey, bitch, how'd you like the course? (laughs) Right? You're just purchasing something, right? So, and it's priced accordingly. Then there's other kind of programs. Some people have membership programs, which I do not. Um, Membership programs are a monthly recurring charge for just a unsaid amount of time. You can just turn it off or whatever. And you're inside their group. A lot of times they'll have Facebook groups or you'll just receive content once a month, whatever the agreement is. But I know there are some weight loss coaches out there that have a recurring monthly program. Now, I actually prefer not to do this. I had one and I stopped doing it. And the reason is, is because I feel as though, that I have thoughts as though that people that are newer, people that really need to get some momentum, they need a journey, right? They need to say, they need to lock it in, like the first 10 pounds. That just opened, by the way. If you want, you can go to my website under courses and check out the first 10 pounds. This is a great example because this is a live program. So with first 10 pounds, there's a start date and there's an end date to the program, okay? That does not mean that's an end date of your journey. That solely means you're paying for that specific amount of time for me to answer your questions, be supportive, and be there for you. Now, the first 10 pounds, you, you have 30 days to lose the 10 pounds. You get all of your fitness, all of your nutrition, I have a really killer mindset course in there that is fucking should be way more expensive, like way more expensive than it is. I'm also doing two live coaching calls in there. And then you get like Friday accountability prompts. You have the ability to tag me in any post and be like, hey, Melissa, I got a question on this and I can answer it for you or whatever, right? So that is a group coaching program. And I prefer to do that because I like to help you go from point A to point B And then after that, you can decide where you want to go from there. That makes sense to me. I feel as though, I have thoughts as though, got to work on that. I have thoughts as though, and I I experience it, that my clients have way more success when we really hammer in on, okay, it's going to be 30 days. This is the goal. This is what we're doing. This is the fucking journey we're going on together, rather than a monthly membership program. Now, a monthly membership program, I think, is really cool when you already have the momentum, you already are hardwired and ready to go, you're already very self-motivated and self-generating and disciplined and in flow, then a monthly membership program can be very beneficial to you because it's usually lower cost and it is a lower touch, but you have access to people. Now, I was in a group membership program for a very deep dive mindset coach who's fucking phenomenal, Kat Ruth. Shout out to Kat Ruth. She has a monthly membership program and she it's all about mindset work. And so you don't really have access to her other than she does the Facebook lives once a month. You get the content with it and it's really cool. But here's the thing is that you're going to just keep paying for that whether you're showing up or not, right? And so I choose to take my new clients, so my bad bitches in training, I like to call them. I like to take my bad bitches in training and take them on a motherfucking journey before I 
let them go into like full-fledged bad bitchdom where they're in like like bad bitch society. That is my higher-end coaching program in which the girls already know what the fuck they're doing. They're already killing it. They just need higher-level support from me with like one-on-one, like we have video coaching calls and stuff like that. But there's different ways that you can get support from different kind of coaches. So there's the group coaching, there's a monthly membership, there's a course you can buy, or there's a live program like the first 10 pounds you can do. And then there's also one-on-one coaching. And I do very select one-on-one coaching, but also know and understand as you're kind of like up-leveling on the support, the content, and the connection, it costs more, right? So doing something that's a nice blend of like a group coaching program, but you still have access to the coach. There's a start date. There's an end date. There's a fucking goal. There, there is like sexy bad bitch on the horizon. To me, that's the way to do it. And that's what the first 10 pounds is all about. So you can check out the first 10 pounds if you want to go to my website as well. But make sure that you go check out the workshop. I'd rather you go check out the real formula to losing your first 10 pounds because I want you to have that information before it comes down. It comes down in 48 hours. So it comes out on Thursday. Make sure that when you go to sit down and listen to the workshop that you bring a pen, bring a a pad of paper, bring some water, and then like lock yourself in your bedroom or whatever. Give yourself some time to really listen and take in the information and use it, right? And write it down. Because if you're just listening to it like while you're at work or whatever, you're not really going to get the value out of it. And I put a lot into it because I want to make sure that you have this information available. So you can go to melissaronda.com on my homepage, right? And the homepage is that free workshop that I'd love for you to check out. If you want to just say, if you're just like, fuck it, I don't even want to check out the workshop. I just want to hang out with you in the first 10 pounds. Then you can go under the courses tab and then enroll in the first 10 pounds because the price does go up on Friday. Okay, this was such a great episode, don't you think? This is like, there were a lot of things in here that I shared with you and I hadn't, I just have a few outline notes for myself and we ended up talking about some things that I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the kind of stuff that I wish that I knew years ago. These are the kind of things that was like leaving me feeling um, that I wasn't moving far enough along or fast enough or something was wrong with me, you know, and that just breaks my heart when I think about other women thinking those those thoughts like I did as well. So I hope that you've had some aha moments today. And the last thing I want to say is if you love this episode, I would love for you to share this podcast on the social medias. My handle is The Bad Melissa on Facebook and on Instagram, but you can tag me or you can use the hashtag bad bitches losing weight and I will see that you're sharing this podcast with your friends. That means so much to me and I also want to hear your thoughts on it. So you can shoot me a DM on Instagram as well. Let me know your favorite part of this episode and you guys have a fucking awesome day and then I will see you on Friday. That she bad his fight and she know it He stay, we just get a little closer Blowing tree and sipping some mimosas, yeah And I hope she mad chill That she smart as fuck and always keep it real That her whole life she done better still With some peace and love